The man claimed to have read the entire Bible as if it gave him credentials for his negative assessment of God things. His ignorance was remarkable. I have had the privilege of reading my majority text authorized King James Version of the Bible cover to cover many tens of times in my life. And each time I read it, it becomes more beautiful than the time before. The believer never reaches a point where he says, I know all about that. No, each read is an ever-expanding, marvelous, and glorious revelation. The redeemed can expect a new horizon and progress on their journey along Route 7 North every day, and their expectation will not be disappointed. Troubles and afflictions abound on this highway of holiness, but we overcome them all by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, Revelation 12:11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Through the troubles and afflictions, God teaches his children to run through a troop and leap over a wall. Psalms 18, 29, for by thee I have run through a troop, and by my God have I leaped over a wall. The Holy Bible is a living text, but only the born again can love and understand it. It is surely a family Bible. This book is Jesus Christ come in the flesh, and it is flush with an overflowing abundance of immeasurable value, secrets, stacked upon secrets. Dear visitor, have you yet to be born again? John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Born again means born a second time this time of the Spirit of God. At born again, we become a child of God and a member of his household. In just a moment, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt. And if you follow from your heart, everything most assuredly changes for you today. Today, all your sin and shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken, every single one. Today, your new and eternal life will begin. Your soul is in your very own hand. Here is the prompt I promised. Ready? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Luke 17, 20 and 21. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. God said, Romans chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh." But they that are after the Spirit, 
the things of the Spirit. God said, 2 Corinthians 4.18, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Man said, these backwoods Bible thumpers think that Jesus Christ is the answer to every problem, and they aren't even ashamed to say so. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1,139, that will once again certify the supernatural inerrancy of God's beautiful book. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and to be used as a beacon of light for those who sit in darkness. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. May God's grace and mercy be multiplied unto you. The born-again have been characterized as uneducated and easily led. The world's academics look down long noses at the children of God as unsophisticated boobs who deserve no serious attention. I'm reminded of 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 29. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh... Not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and base things of the world, and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence." The academics are smug in their disregard for God, his Bible, and his children. What is seriously disconcerting, or at least should be, is that when these carnal academics finally reach their great moment of discovery, they find the very bumbling idiots, the children of faith, are already there with their banners unfurled and have been fully there for thousands of years. This short series will once again certify that no matter how hard they wrangle, they always end up here at God's Holy Bible. It is breathtaking how unschooled they are in biblical matters. This short series will establish beyond any doubt the certain reality and total primacy of the invisible kingdom of God. This invisible kingdom is global, eternal, and runs alongside the visible temporal kingdoms of the earth but opposite. God said, man said, faithful, know this as the 180. Let's dispel the notion that this invisible kingdom is akin to a fairy tale. All of the power and life with which we deal, all that we will call reality, is an invisible issue. Consider, energy is invisible, yet without it nothing can exist. Wind is invisible, but the waves and the clouds obey its very command. What physicists call the strong force is invisible and a mysterious force that holds all things together. Without it, everything literally goes proof. Gravity is invisible and holds all visible things anchored in place. The ultimate force that has made all and, and maintains all, excuse me, is the invisible God. The invisible is not a fairy tale. It is the real reality. The strange groupings of words and special depictions in the Bible thrill the students of the book 
but drives the unbeliever to the opposite result. Watch in the following examples how God's wisdom recorded thousands of years ago scoops science latest discoveries. Number one, one of the cardinal laws of science is the first law of thermodynamics, which is also known as the law of conservation. In simple terms, this law basically states that you cannot create or destroy energy or matter. What we have from the beginning of time cannot be added to or taken away from. In the house of faith, we know this principle well, as outlined in the following verses. Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. Ecclesiastes 3.14 I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it, and God doeth it that men should fear before him. These passages are 3,000 years old and older. Number two, it is now known that energy creates matter. Energy is photons, light packages from the sun. Light makes physical things, and without it, nothing can live. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. This, then, is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God is the creator of all things, and he is light. He is the energy force. The passage above was written 2,000 years ago. Number three. As a result of concepts such as quantum consciousness, it is now theorized that knowledge and its words of intent will be proven to be the creator of energy. Words before light is now the speculation. Note the scriptures declare this reality 3,000 and more years ago. Watch words of intent precede light in these passages. Genesis 1 verse 3, And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Psalms 119.105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Psalms 119.130, The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Number four. The atom forms out of the invisible energy field. Dr. B. H. Lipton had this to say in his book, The Biology of Belief. No, there has not been a printing mistake. Atoms are made out of invisible energy, not tangible matter. So in our world, material substance, matter, appears out of thin air. Kind of weird when you think about it. Here you are holding this physical book in your hands. Yet if you were to focus on the book's material substance with an atomic microscope, you would see that you are holding nothing. Fortunately, leaders in the field, such as Johns Hopkins University physicist Richard Kahn Henry, are addressing the misperceptions about the perceived primacy of the material world. Henry offered an elegantly simple definition on the true nature of the universe. The universe is immaterial, mental, and spiritual, living in joy. End of quote. God, the light, the energy force of all life, spoke it all into existence out of the invisible with his creation words of intent. Romans 1 verse 20, 
for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Psalms 33, verse 6, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all of the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. Those passages were penned 2,000 and 3,000 years ago, respectively. Physical things form out of the invisible. Number five, Dr. Michael Gillian penned the following in his book, Believing is Seeing. We scientists believe the universe is pushed and pulled by four different forces. The strongest one, aptly named the strong force, holds together atomic nuclei the way corn syrup holds together popcorn balls. The strong force is at the very core of our physical being. It's what holds us together. Without it, poof, we disintegrate and blow away like the dust in the wind. And that's not all. The strong force is a profound mystery. It originates deep within atomic nuclei out of sight in what we call quarks, the invisible and enigmatic components of protons and neutrons. End of quote. Some mysterious force holds all things together, but it is no mystery to the students of the book. These following passages were written 2,000 years ago. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things, by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. The Lord holds together all things by the spoken word of God. Colossians 1, 16 and 17. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Noah Webster defines consist in part to stand together, to be in a fixed or permanent state as a body composed of parts in union or connection. Hence, to be, to exist, to subsist, to be supported and maintained, end of quote. Physicists call it the strong force, God's children, they call him Jesus. They always end up here, but unfortunately for most, they are not aware. We must repeat, it is breathtaking how unschooled they are in biblical matters. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ declared unto the world the invisible kingdom of God, and it surely exists. Science is once again knocking at the door. Over the past several decades, we have addressed some of the latest discoveries in the field of quantum physics and the various theories that have evolved, and you should expect they end up here. God said, man said feature, the invisible God and his invisible kingdom. In the June 2011 issue of Discover magazine under the heading, The Hidden Reality, 
Writer Brian Greene addresses the theoretical and evolving science behind the concept of black holes, wormholes, quantum physics, and a parallel universe or universes. These subjects have been addressed on God Said, Man Said, but in this feature, we will see today's sciences once again knocking on heaven's door. The following excerpts are from Green's article. While Andrew Hamilton delves into the extreme realities inside black holes, physicist Brian Green explains how properties at the black hole's surface, its event horizon, suggest the unsettling theory that our world is a mere representation of another universe, a shadow of the realm where real events take place. With its hegemony diminished, universe has given way to other terms that capture the wider canvas on which the totality of reality may be painted, parallel worlds or parallel universes or multiple universes or alternate universes or the metaverse, megaverse or multiverse, they're all synonyms and synonyms, excuse me, and they're all among the words used to embrace not just our universe, but a spectrum of others that may be out there. If this line of reasoning is correct, then there are physical processes taking place on some distant surface that uh, much as a puppeteer pulls strings are fully linked to the processes taking place in my fingers, arms, and brain as I type these words at my desk. Our experiences here and that distant reality there would form the most interlocked of parallel worlds. Phenomenon in the two, I'll call them holographic parallel universes, would be so fully joined that their respective evolutions would be as connected as me and my shadow, and the quote. Yes, there is a parallel universe that is invisible to the natural eye. The Bible calls it the kingdom of God, and the amazing thing is that the believer is fully aware of it and literally traffics in it. Yes, there is an outside source, an outside shepherd, dictating actions and leading to a final destination. The amazing thing is that we choose the shepherd. When science comes knocking at the door, it will discover that the children of the kingdom were already there the whole time. And quote, God said, man said, the invisible kingdom. Science writer Alan Burdick quotes NASA microbiologist Kashtori Benkitz-Warren in an October 2004 feature in Discover magazine titled Seeding the Universe. The following paragraph is from that article. Maybe it's something you're not able to detect with the naked eye. Maybe it exists on a different wavelength, he says. A public relations minder from NASA looks less than thrilled by Ben Katz's speculations. He goes on, you might think I'm crazy. Maybe there's somebody walking around right now that we can't see. The invisible God declares an invisible kingdom, which is accessed through the blood of redemption of his only begotten son, Christ Jesus. Scientific truth and theory. Uh, they claim uh, that the invisible has phenomenal implications and that the invisible is the substance of all visible things. Mr. Venkenswaren isn't crazy. The subheadline in the article noted above, Visitor's Guide to the Invisible Universe reads, At least 96% of the cosmos cannot be seen through any telescope, but what we cannot detect may hold the secret of our faith. That statement, of course, is true. 
There are invisible things on this earth known as angels, devils, and the very Spirit of God, and they do interact with the sons of men. There is an invisible kingdom of God functioning on this earth, end of quote. This short series will remove all doubt. There surely is an invisible kingdom, and if there is, proof will abound, and it certainly does. Science speculates that there is an extra dimension or dimensions beyond the three physical ones we know as width, height, and depth. Einstein added the fourth dimension, which he called time. 2,000 years ago, Ephesians 3.18 tells us there are actually four dimensions. It may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Scientists theorize that in the extra dimension or dimensions lies an invisible universe or multiverse. For the purpose of this feature, we will call the fourth dimension the invisible kingdom of God. The portal we must pass through that leads to the invisible kingdom of God is named in the Bible, and Jesus calls it born again. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Watch as Jesus explains born again to Nicodemus in John 3, 4 through 8. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth, so is every one that is born of the Spirit. When one is born again, he or she is literally born a second time, but this time of the Spirit of God. The born-again individual passes through the thinnest of membranes into the invisible kingdom and all-powerful spirit universe that cannot be seen by the carnal eye. Everything changes that born-again, absolutely everything. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things are new in the new kingdom. Just as today's science has unwittingly arrived at the truth of the beautiful book and the examples given earlier in this feature, the first law of thermodynamics, energy creates matter and light, science now theorizes that soon it will be proved that words of knowledge create energy, atoms from out of the invisible, the strong force that holds everything together in Jesus Christ, and finally, science is now arriving at the concept of the mysterious and invisible parallel universe that God's children know as the invisible kingdom of God. They always end up at our house. The invisible kingdom is not short on proof. Before next week's feature, which will take us into a more perfect understanding, let me leave you with glorious examples of just how real it is. All of the following things are common to the blood-bought. Born again is the portal by which the believer enters the invisible kingdom. We receive a new father. We are given a new name. Our new name is recorded on a birth certificate entered into the Lamb's Book of Life. We receive a new mind. We receive a new heart. We are given a new purpose. We are given a book 
full of promise and the Holy Ghost tutor to lead and guide in all truth. We are given the blessed hope, eternal life in Christ Jesus, which swallows the fear of death with one single Holy Ghost God. Today's science theorizes an invisible parallel universe or metaverse. The beloved of God know it as the invisible kingdom of God, and they walk up and down in it every single day. Once again, they're knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. God said, Luke 17, 20 through 21, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. God said, Romans 8, 1 through 5, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. God said, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Man said, these backwoods Bible thumpers think that Jesus Christ is the answer to every problem, and they aren't even ashamed to say so. Now you have the record.